Welcome to the podcast. There is an aggressive eye contact happening. From Derek. Those, if you yeah. ever listen to that song, aggressive eye contact. Yeah. That's the name of my next He's album. Staring me down. Don't, uh, don't, put, don't promote that. I didn't stare <laughs> you down at all. A little bit. Nah, Dad, Kanye. what do you think that song was? <laughs> a Kanye West song. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Which one? I don't know. It's featuring. But I, I know that I heard you say it was a Kanye West song. It's featuring Keith Urban. So you should know it. Really? No, come on. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> Uh well, it's good to be back. We is that Black Jesus? It's been a while. That is Black Jesus. Guys, on my mantelpiece in my home, there's a picture of Black Jesus that I took from an abandoned vehicle. Uh, wow. Found it on my property. I Wait, straight up looted that found vehicle. Found it on your property. So I live like off of a off of like a access road. So sometimes people just leave their cars here. That's actually how we got. Um, we have a lot of stories about what happens out front of our house, but. One time they left a car here and it was unlocked. And inside I find a picture of the Last Supper with all black people in it. So you stole it? I took it. It's just mine now. <laughs> Is that how it works? Is that I, if you I take think, something, I it's think, just yours? Yeah, it's like, I don't know, like finders keepers, uh, you know? That's how it works out there. Please don't no report me. I think it's real interesting that we say black Jesus, but when we see white Jesus, we just say Jesus. But that's neither here nor there. Kat, how was your time? Um, you know, it's been pretty good. We had a, a really laid back last couple weeks. We didn't do any podcatting. But last week, we did get together as a podcat team and hung out. And honestly, guys, it was like one of the best nights it of was my pretty summer. Fun. It was so fun. And John, John bought did? us drinks. All of the drinks. He I, bought all the drinks? Yeah, he bought or all maybe. the drinks without us knowing. And then he just was like, okay, let's leave. And we're like, we have to pay for our drinks. That's crazy, Cat. <laughs> John, <laughs> uh, why did you buy drinks and you know, food? Okay, so I saw this. Um, you guys ever heard of the show New Girl? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of our favorites. <laughs> really? Yours? Yeah, I like, actually, this is one of my. Yeah, both Eric and I love is, New Girl. I'm. I expected cat. I did not expect Eric. Yeah, not, really. No offense. No, it's okay. Okay. Um. Why? What? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, one time Schmidt is a character on the show, and he walks in on his roommate Nick just chilling at the apartment. And he just walks up and gives him a cookie. And Nick is like, why'd you give me this? What did, what did I do? Or like, what did you do? He's like, nothing, man. I was just thinking about you. Just got you a cookie. Hmm. And Nick was so confused. He's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. And literally that day, I was like, I never do anything nice for Kat and Derek. I'm just going to. You really gonna, never do. Well, I really never do. So I was like, <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? Next time we're hanging out. It's all on me. And wow. then they literally did not believe me. Y'all literally no, thought. I Kat like, thought we were going to like, we were walking out of the restaurant. She thought like we were di- yeah, dining and dashing. I was like, John, we can't do this. <laughs> this is really immoral. <laughs> but you had actually paid for us. It was so kind. Mm. That was a big bill too, I would imagine. <laughs> I, I bought food. I can't afford rent for the next two months. <laughs> but it was worth it because y'all think I'm kind of cool now. It was honestly one of the most fun nights. Mm. We have a blast together. Aw. Don't we? Do we not? <laughs> Derek's quiet. I had so much fun. Derek, on the other hand, maybe not. But no, I had fun. It was a good good night. I, I like my compliments to be spread out. Okay. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> like he doesn't want to overplay his hand. But that's, so, so we've been hanging out. 
but that's why we haven't recorded in a while. Uh, mm. In other news, I'm, ready. I'm fired. Oh, sorry. Oh. What? Oh. I'm ready for my June to be over. I have mm. had the busiest June of my life. I changed jobs. I'm about to move. I'm going to China Wait, in a few days. You what? Moving to a new house. No, change jobs. Oh, I changed jobs. Yeah, so I still work at a church, but I have a new role at the church and don't know what I'm doing. So basically, I'm just a walking mess right now. I have mm. I've literally no idea what's going on, but it's kind of been fun, also exhausting. Need a hug? I, yes, I do need a hug. Now, 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 now. Hug now, hug now, hug oh, now, yeah, hug oh, now. Yeah. Oh, we just hugged, guys. That was weird. Oh, great. that was so did sweet. We? Oh, my did goodness. We? we did not hug. No, no, I'm no. waiting on it. Cat, I they can't it. see us. You could have gotten away with it. I want the real hug. Anyhow, <laughs> oh. that's my life. My life is way too busy, and I'm on diet now. Tell us about this diet. Well, okay, so I found out that I have health issues, such as high blood pressure and high cholesterol. And so my doctor said that I have to be on something called a Mediterranean diet. For the rest of my life. Wow. I know. For the rest of your life, for real? Yeah. Is that the first time you've ever been told to do something for the rest of your life? No. Okay, so I'm on some medication for high blood pressure for the rest of my life. And then she was like, your cholesterol is also high, so you either have to be on medication the rest of your life or do a diet the rest of your life. So I picked a diet, but I already broke it. What? (laughs) Today. But I'm I'm working on it. It's it's hard. I've never... Oh, I ate a lot of El Salvadorian food. What is... Is that... Wait, tell... So, wait. Hispanic? Yeah, is it like, it's like meat? It's like... Uh, basically, it was like a little... Kind of like a tortilla with like beans in the middle of it. And then salsa and I think potatoes and chicken. But I don't completely know That's what I was dope. eating. But it was good. And um, Jose from work made it. His mom actually made it for us. And I ate it today for lunch, and it was great. But anyhow, all that being said, I've never, I've never dieted before, and I'm not a fan. Well, and so this <laughs> diet you is called the Mediterranean diet. Yeah. And you can't have things that have been processed. Basically, no processed food, and no red meat. So it's lots of fish, lots of veggies. I can have wheat, which is good because I would just be like hungry all the time if I couldn't have any carbs. Mm. Um, and very little sugar. No. Oh, but you can have wine. So that's good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you said I um, I don't believe in diets. And I, don't, I don't either. And I don't believe in doctors either. That's why I'm well, though, because I'm okay. pretty sure. That's a Do you think the earth story. is round? Yeah. Okay. So, so nothing, he's all why right. would you go straight Sorry, to I just thought maybe you were just crazy in general. Yeah, no. Yeah. I just don't go to doctors because I know that something might be wrong with me. And if they tell me I can't eat pizza, mm. burgers, chicken, anything fat, uh-huh. then... Then you... I'll die. You don't believe in them? Yeah. yeah. You'd rather die I'd than rather say die. no to those things? Yeah. I respect that. What would you die for? You I know? don't, because I Ooh. chose the complete opposite of that. You'd well, die for me. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> sure. I'd die for y'all. <laughs> don't die for me, bro. It's too late. Go to my funeral and be like... <laughs> okay, but that's a good question. What would you die for? If no. you had to pick one thing in your life... <laughs> You can't just drop this what question. Would what would you die for? I'm curious. What's like one thing you can't imagine not having in your life? Like maybe it's like I would rather be dead than not have my legs. Is that too morbid? Oh, yeah, pretty morbid over here. What would legs? you die for? Both legs. Oh man. Oh man. What if you 
Like, for me, I wouldn't die for this, but I would be real bummed if someone said I can have coffee again for the rest of my life. So can it, be yeah, still like, can, can it, not, can it not be like, oh, I would say not die, not but what's people? one thing that you would rather have bad health than give up one thing? Ooh. That's a good question. Um, Probably Reese's Puffs. I knew it. Oh, Reese's Puffs is good. Bro. Reese's Puffs, y'all. I'm smashing it, y'all. Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs. Man, it'd probably be... Pizza. I have a bad obsession with mm. it. Mine would be Thai food, 100%. Ooh. I love Thai food. That was good. Some pad Thai. Mm. Yo, Dare, you going to tell us about our guest tonight? Oh, man, John. I'm super excited about this one. You are? The last two guests I bought, meaning Antoine and Ryan and the beautiful Alexis Jackson. Shouts out to you, Boo Bear. Just want to let you know if you listen to this episode that um, I love you and care for you and miss you, girl. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that was bombing. Those two were hits. <laughs> people really love what they bought to the table. And the two guests I'm about to introduce now are just as uh, beautiful inside and out. Uh-huh. Um, I met these two doing a... a uh, Dramatic and pivotal time in my life. Crossroads. That's what some people call them. Mm. And uh, without those two, I don't know where I'll be. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, two of my bestest friends in North America. Okay. <laughs> Elaine and Davis Buchanan. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Am I supposed to say Davis then Elaine? No, it, no, whatever no. it is, thank goodness, because I don't think I've been that, that quiet that long. Yeah. Like third grade. It's, it's, but I didn't want a random dude's voice on y'all's podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. Just some random. That's Davis, and this is Elaine. Hello. Elaine, what do you go by? I go by Lainey. There we go. Oh, no, wait, actually, I actually was a little confused about that. I thought yeah. you introduced yourself yesterday as Elaine, or not yesterday, whenever as Elaine, but then I heard Lainey. I'm what, I what think I said Laney. Really? But you probably okay. heard him call me Lane. Maybe that's Maybe. it. Oh. I don't know. I so just call people. Yeah. You've gone through you've you've chosen different names at different times. Yes. I was I went by Laney growing up, but in the Forge program where we met Derek, um, at the end of the program, the women's director said something in front of everyone like this isn't little girl lane anymore now we call her Lane because that's my real name. Oh. And though then everyone started calling me Elaine. Um, but then when people called me Lainey, it was really refreshing because yeah. it was like a lot of times people that I that had known me for a lot longer because uh-huh. I had just moved somewhere new and was introducing mm. myself as Elaine. And then, yes. interesting. Yeah. yeah, so and then one time I was in the kitchen meeting one of Davis's sister's friends and I went to introduce myself and I just couldn't she decide. Broke. She said, Hi, I'm. <laughs> and I couldn't. I put my, my face in my hands and I. I couldn't decide. And so Davis took me into the kitchen and he was like, You have to choose now. We have to make a decision. Who are you? We're adults. We can't freeze up and we harass her. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Shouts out to Lainey. Thanks. Okay, so you (laughs) officially went with Lainey instead of Elaine. That's a big decision. Yeah. That might be a a public reveal on the podcast. Yeah, I guess so. Guys, this is Lainey, okay? Get used to it. This is big. Okay, so I have a question for you. Were you at all or just out like put off when your forge director called you Elaine and, and said this yeah. is who she is now uh-huh. actually no I think okay so I learned in the forge that Elaine means precious and so oh. a lot of the forge was me learning 
that precious is not weak, but mm-hmm. it's valuable. Um, right. And like diamonds are valuable, but they're really, really strong too. Mm-hmm. And so when right. people started calling me Elaine, it was like, oh, this is a reminder. Like this is who the Lord made me. Um, that's pretty yeah. deep. That's a deep that's amazing. realization about yourself. It. Yeah, I really did love it. But then everyone was like, you have to change your name on Facebook. And and then, yeah, yeah introduce yourself. And Do you? it was just a weird hard change. So. Um, I would like to know, just for those who may not, what can one of y'all tell us succinctly, perhaps, what the Forge even is? Because I don't even quite understand it to this yeah, day. My question. Yeah. Yes. I vote Davis. <laughs> The Forge Forge is a nine-month leadership development and discipleship program that focuses on truth, identity, and community. So crash course, basic, very, very basic seminary, living with 27 other people and learning Mm -hmm. how to operate within a covenant that you establish with one another, Mm -hmm. and also learning a lot about who you are, the way that you're designed, and how to walk faithfully in that design. Cool. That was a great pitch. That was a great that was good. pitch. Uh, Jared, Jared Schuler, you owe me money for that one. Okay, and the Forge, <laughs> the forge is a part of what organization? It's part of Pine Cove Christian Camps mm. in Tyler, Texas, Columbus, Ooh. Texas, and Chimney Point, South Carolina. Hey, hey. Wow. Shout out to South Carolina. Cool. Shout out. Derek, uh, you know Pine Cove, right? <laughs> yeah, I actually did Pine Cove uh, two summers and the Forge. Nice. And, you know, I did the Shores High School Camp, coolest camp. Is that, that right? No, it's not Dang at all. It. I oh, thought like, I knew their sheer. Yeah, <laughs> Pine we Cove. don't make noises. I've seen people do that. Yeah, that was a thing. Okay, I'm older. <laughs> we did than this. Maybe they did that then, wasn't it? Yeah. And then you go. Oh. We didn't do none that of that lame stuff forge. at Twin Lakes. <laughs> Twin Lakes. This was the forge. Didn't yeah, do that, that lame was stuff. The thing that oh, the beat up. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's back in actually high school, but we'll talk about that later. Cool. I do. I did want to. John, you missed it. I want to tell a story about me and Laney when we. She hit me with a pillow. Well, why don't you tell it now? Oh, you. do you remember this? Yes, I remember. When I feel like you tell this story fairly often. Oh. This I have this is the first time I told it in like two years. Okay. Well, I haven't seen you in a while. You literally told it to me the other day. <laughs> I did. I was like, man, it's a girl named Lainey. <laughs> did you really? Destroy with a pillow, huh? Did you really tell him the, the other day? Explain it makes me it's a little different than the way I would explain it. Alright. Hey Lainey, do you remember <laughs> Lainey, do you remember the story about me hitting you the pillow since you want to explain it? Go ahead. I don't want to oh. tell it. Oh, well. You can tell it. I'll just, um. I just feel bad. You know what? You know what? You I'll tell it. <laughs> go ahead, tell it. Okay, so one day Derek walks in. Okay, let's just go ahead and hurry up. John I don't, I don't remember a lot about it. I just remember, um, I think you hit me with a pillow and I hit you really hard back. And like, you, I never, this never happened before. Did I break before. her nose? No, it was like, she looked at me and she's like, thank you for hitting me hard with the pillow. Wow. Something like that. And then he was that's like, most because it has to do that precious. No, we were fighting back. Like, we were going at it, but he didn't treat most, you most as people, a weak creature. Yeah, so <laughs> most people would have been like, "Oh no, you hit Lainey!" And like, dudes would destroy me if they knew I hit Lainey with a pillow in the forge. Oh lord, there I was, and I'll yeah. kick him all in the chest. There was one guy who said that if anybody ever broke Lainey's heart, he would kill them. <laughs> yeah. And I think he was serious. Wait, that wasn't you? No. no. Was, so was it just some dude that, who liked her? He didn't like her. He just he just saw himself as a big brother. Yeah. Um, oh was that gosh. intimidating to you as Lainey's boyfriend at the time? Yes, well, no, he wasn't. Well, I wasn't. Yeah. Oh, but was but it still maybe intimidating to you? It was. <laughs> we were both secret in our affection for one another for like a year. Wait, secret from each other or just from, from each other? Derek, wow. Actually, Derek was the only person on both sides who heard both of <gasps> us talk about it. Did you them. tell them? Wait. I, I never <laughs> actually told you flat out. Oh, I knew though. Come on. Okay, wait. We have to hear the story now. How yeah. did you meet Buchanan's? 
We met at Pine Cove. We worked at the middle school camp, the ranch, for a couple of summers. Never talked. There was one conversation we had where I made fun of Lainey for thinking that the longhorn head mounted on the wall in the dining hall was a moose. She didn't know what a longhorn was. Thought it was Wait. a moose. Oh. Made fun of her. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's nice. That's like the one time we His talked. His name was Moses. His name was Moses, so it was confusing. That, okay, okay, that is confusing. Um, but Poor Lainey. So, yeah. So, we... <laughs> Never talked. And then we did this Ford program, and then the Ford is like, oh, hey, what's up, girl? Mm. Uh, or what's up, boy, as the case may be, okay. you or I. I hope they didn't say what's up, boy. <laughs> um, and so, but we, in the Ford, we had made a covenant with one another that we wouldn't show special attention to someone of the opposite gender to basically protect our hearts and not introduce dating into this class of people who was trying to be a tight-knit community uh-huh. and cause drama. So we didn't. And so neither of us could show special attention to the other one. And so we had, like, established as a covenant to live under. But Derek sort of became the secret keeper between both of us because he was both of our good friends. Oh. Not only them. It was multiple people. I, I can't imagine. <laughs> Just from the look on your face right now, you seem very smug. I think a lot of people probably told you about their crushes because you look, you look like you, you know it all. I think Derek yeah, I likes to be kind of a little bit of the secret keeper. He likes, you he like likes that? to know the secret. And the matchmaker. Yeah. Yeah. I actually am... I was, Three for three. Two. Two for three. What? I was three for three. <laughs> two for two. I knew three of them. I knew two wouldn't work. Wait, okay. no, I know. Okay. You've told me about one that didn't work. So you're at yeah. least like three for four. Wait, we got to get back to Buchanan story. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connection sorry. happened. So for me, it was probably September of the Forge, and it started in August. So pretty early on. We were having these, like, meetings as a class to come up with what our covenant was that we were living under, and I just admired Davis, the way he was leading. We would all be, like, voting one direction, and he would say something, and literally the whole, like, the whole room would change. Um, Except for me. He just had a lot of influence, but he didn't know it, and he Uh stewarded it really well. Um, Yeah, so I just started to admire him a lot. Wow. So it was, like, early on for me. Okay. Good quality. Davis. When we were in the Forge for Thanksgiving, all the guys took all the girls to see the Hunger Games movie as basically like a thank you for putting up with us and our nonsense for the last several months. And you guys didn't clean, and we wouldn't go over to your apartments because well, we yeah, but that's bad. that's neither here nor there. You're making <laughs> up for it. <laughs> okay. So we everybody bought their own ticket, but then the guys bought certain girls like snacks at Brookshire's, which is like an East Texas grocery store. Before mm-hmm. we went to the movie. We all drew names out of a hat to see who we were going to take. So I drew Lainey's name. Oh, there was a, there was a the Lord. Part, this little part of me said, yes. And I was like, wait, why is that ha- why, why is that my response? Because I'm out of tune with all of my emotions and I'm learning that. <laughs> okay. So I was far less mature about it than Lainey. And then I sort of explored that and thought, wow, Lainey would make a wonderful wife and mother and would enhance the ministry of my life. And I think I could bring some enhancements to the ministry of her life. Because we're designed similarly and then we both make people comfortable, but whereas I may make people comfortable by entertaining them and bringing them laughter, she makes people comfortable by allowing them to cry, and so it kind of is this the same goal from two very different angles. So they laugh and cry around y'all. That's true. <laughs> okay. All the, the time. I've literally been laughing and crying this whole evening. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Um, so I was like, wow, and she was super cute and really fun, and... Mm-hmm. We had a good time together. The times that we spent together, because I avoided her hardcore, really hard. Because I could not show my affection. I have so a very, like nervous. Yeah, yeah. I had a very distinct memory of everyone saying bye to each other to go home for Easter weekend, and Davis hugged every girl except <laughs> oh. for me. Thirteen people. No way. <laughs> okay, I was like, for all the other girls, that's just a hug. It doesn't mean anything. But if I hug Lainey, that's now 
me giving into my like desire to show her special attention and hopefully get okay. reciprocal like affection mm-hmm. from her which wasn't good for either of us at right. the time yeah it was so anyway then we worked at camp for a summer and i didn't take her on a date because it would have been and we were working in roles that worked very closely together yeah and so i waited till the very end of camp asked her on a date the day camp ended we went on a date that night my boy i was like you want to go on a date she's like yeah i said you want to go right now though she said sure so we went on a date and we've been dating ever since. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> so you were, re- as soon as he asked, you already, you were like, yes. I tell him all the time that if he would have just said, will you marry me? And said, I probably would have said yes. And I no think, way. I think she's, I absolutely I think she's would have. What do you think, Derek? You know. Yeah, I totally would, would have. She was ready. Wow. I decided what? what I, I had like 10 months to decide what I thought about that's, this guy. That's fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. I, uh, how old are you? 24. 24. Okay, I'm 28, and I have never. I always will date a guy and then freeze up and be like, Yeah, I can't. I can't. That's how I dated it. before. Interesting. Huh. Well, yeah. Wow. And then you met the guy, and you're like, Yeah. Met the right guy. No, okay, somehow. <laughs> and then I was just it. Yep. Yeah, that's my boy. Interesting. That's <laughs> a you knew he, he did all the right story. moves. Yeah. Wow. I love it. Dating man. was really fun for us. It was. It was, man. Okay. It was good. You guys so think you're. You so, so, what are you talking about? You guys. You weren't in our dating relationship. I was right there. I did go with Birmingham. And you never talked to us. I didn't. Well, I thought that was twice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, twice. Literally twice. And I saw you one time in Birmingham. I was, listen, guys. I had to drive, I had to, drive to Georgia and back to see you. Hey, listen, guys. Ooh. We can talk about this. I don't like long distance because I start missing people and I start focusing on what I need to focus on. Yeah. Mm. So I knew one day I'd be closer. And look at me now. Well, y'all are the first married couple that we have as guests on the oh. podcast. So that's yep. kind of cool. Making history. Yeah. Record the first. Yeah. How long have you been married? We've been married, oh, forever. It seems like 13 months. Ah, well, congrats on the anniversary. That's yeah. amazing. We got you. Almost, well, almost Derek, what we get him, Derek? Call me. What's <laughs> 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 that? Uh, okay, so since you're first married couple on the podcast, uh, give us some marriage tips or some, some little nuggets of wisdom. Oh, what do you yeah. got? What have you Let's learned? Dive, dive deep into the vast riches of our marriage <laughs> wisdom. That we've accumulated over the last oh, year. Oh, goodness. Uh, I'll say marriage wisdom. Um, one, you never realize how much of your life is dedicated to making sure that you yourself are okay until you have to care for somebody else before Ooh. yourself. Yeah. yeah. And you have to deny yourself a lot of the things that you used to give yourself. Like, you don't even know how much you do that's just for you mm-hmm. until someone else is watching you all the time. Yeah. It's really good. It's really sanctifying, but... I like for me I've had to learn how much of my life was geared toward being independent and just yeah. if I wanted to go get McDonald's at 1:30 a.m. cuz I'm hungry and want a McDouble I could do that yeah. but now there's someone else who's going if I get up and leave the house who's going to mild panic <laughs> if that happens without warning so things like that where it's like oh I I didn't realize what it looked like it's it's awesome and it's helps me look more like Jesus but it's it's tough it's difficult do you feel like that happens in like little moments or does it normally like it comes out really obviously at some point that your lifestyle is based more around you? I think both. I think the little moments are where it's easier to miss and that's where the conflict or at least the disappointment can happen. When it's like the little moments of me taking care of me and missing out on taking care of her. The big moments you see pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. It's the little ones that sneak past and build up, I think. Yeah. I what about you? What's your pull from the vault? No, I'm of trying to whoa, think. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The only I'm thinking right now a lot about whoa, whoa, 
communication is different. So the guy who did our marriage counseling explained it as like, I've spoken French my whole life, he's spoken Chinese, and now the way this works well is if mm-hmm. I speak Chinese and he speaks French, even though we don't mm-hmm. know those languages. Uh-huh. So yeah. um, I think learning that, just learning Davis and the way he communicates and the way he connects with me is totally different than the way I feel connected to him, but it's important for both of us to feel connected. So, mm-hmm. like, whereas I would love to sit down and talk with him, like, for an hour at the end of every day and just, like, tell him about my day and ask him questions, he would like to throw the football or play a game, and he feels just as close to me when we do that mm-hmm. as I do when I talk to him. So just, like, yeah. learning how to give each other something that is not, um, yeah, like what we would... Um, initially think that we want to right. do or need or yeah that kind Good. of thing so it's like a love languages thing yeah yeah so okay, you you're probably that. you're like maybe quality time I'm big words af- of affirmation okay um she's quality time more so but yeah. we're all a little bit of everything I think that's true yeah. so learning what you need when I think is uh, more so and then to initiate what the other person needs instead of what you need yeah, yeah. dang that's good. It's bizarre. Yeah. That's real. Derek, you writing this down? Nah, bro. I'll do the same uh, program they did. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing everything down. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay, so I worked at Pine Cove, too, uh, for a couple summers in college. And a fun thing about Pine Cove is that you get camp names. And for those that don't know, that is just a weird name that you go by for the whole summer. It's what... Uh, campers and fellow counselors call you the whole entire summer not your actual god-given name uh and it usually comes off of a funny story or something interesting about yourself and you're named by your co uh counselors so i Whoa, want to hear something? y'all do that Stop. we weren't we weren't named by co-counselors <laughs> get out of here who are you well, who are you named by uh-huh. are you joking i was named by someone random no, you were named by somebody who was like a, a counselor with you. Oh, I thought you meant like so. You know, it shores me a co-counselor. So yeah, but your co-counselor oh, said that their counselor. I was thinking about Chase Morton because that was my co-counselor. You came out of nowhere though to object. <laughs> I know you were very strongly outstanding. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Lainey and Davis, tell me about your camp names. What were your camp names? Why did you get them? Yeah, Lainey, why did you get your camp name? Who gave it to you? Davis <laughs> actually named me. Oh, Ooh, yo, my Dang. Two years before we, like, really spoke to each other. So Ooh, that's, that's Wait, what? Funny. Yeah, the Lord has his humor. Did you immediately sure. see him and see that he gave you your name and you were like, yes? That's I did funny. not know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't tell her I later. didn't know that it was him because I didn't really know him. He was yeah. not on my radar at all. My legend had not built up yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my name is Four Eyes on the Prize. Uh-huh. And I got that because once I was going on a date my freshman year of college and I accidentally, so I wore daily contacts. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty type A so I never like slept in them on accident or anything like that. And I mm-hmm. accidentally slept in them and I woke okay. up and I had no idea I had done that. Uh-huh. And my eyes were really gross and I was going on a date that evening so I was like, oh, I'll just like wear my glasses all day and then pop contacts in right before I leave uh-huh. and it'll be fine. And I couldn't see anything on the date and oh. felt like I was losing my vision and was really scared. Oh and boy. And I got home and realized I had four contacts in. So. Oh Dang. no. So four eyes. Yeah. Wow. May I ask how the we- the date went? Uh, 
I mean, she married me, so what? My boy! <laughs> you can. Shouts out to the bulldogs. We, really, we were going to see the Nutcracker, and I really couldn't see it, so I would love to see the Nutcracker again. Oh, I hope you get to see it someday. See it. Ooh, look at Davis when you say that. Write that one down. Yeah, that's good tip. Remember that, Davis. Yeah. That was an easy. Okay, Davis, what was your camp name? My camp name is Kitty Hawk Um My great great grandmother always claimed to be. Cousins with the Wright brothers. There's literally no record of that. We don't know if that's true, but <laughs> she, there's no reason to not believe it. So they Amen. flew the first plane in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. So Kitty Hawk, and then I accidentally blew snot on my prom date's face. So, <laughs> I didn't realize it was her face. Yeah, Wait. Can you go into that story Wait, a little bit? Just like was laughing, like it kind of laughed suddenly, and then my nose stopped up. One plus one. Got snot on the face. Wow. The worst part was that she didn't know until I, I, I had to be the one to tell her, hey, by oh. the way, oh, you no. got a little something. Yikes. <laughs> um, so anyway, Hawkaloogie. Didn't actually Hawkaloogie, but it made sense with the Kitty Hawk thing. So yeah. Kitty Hawkaloogie. But the Kitty Hawk part is interesting because there's some foreshadowing there. Mm. Laney's from North Carolina. <gasps> I have no other connection to that state. Question, as a non-Pine Cover, how do people know these details about your life to know what to name you after? Good question. Good so you, question. You do something called a name game. So you get up on stage, they give you a microphone, and then... In front of everyone. Some of the full-time staff ask you questions, and then they kind of throw it out to the crowd. Everybody in the crowd asks you questions, and as you answer these questions, like, what's your favorite cereal? What's your most embarrassing moment? If you could have anyone play in a movie, who would it be? As you answer these, people are formulating names. That okay. Are either clever or reference something else or whatever. Put so does, together and make a name. Do the people in the audience know that they're going to be the one to name you? Yes. So okay. they they know, and then you basically have to sell it. So you like say, I have a name. Everybody says sell it. You stand up, and then you have to like basically explain why this should be their name. Say, okay, so he his. Great aunt said she was related to the Wright Brothers. Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. He blew sign on the yeah. face. That's like hawking a loogie. So we put them together. Kitty Hawk a loogie. It's okay. way harder to do than you would think. Yeah. I never for actually sold people. a name. For some people. For me, it was real impossible. But I tried. Can we hear, can I hear y'all's, I forget y'all's name. Derek and Kat, that is. What are y'all's camp names? Yeah, Derek, what's your camp name? <laughs> Mine is to see or not to see or C squared. <laughs> that sounds like a nickname cool. of a nickname or 2C or C baby okay yeah. that's the last one <laughs> yeah. uh, and my camp name was well I went by get up but my full name was help I fall and I can't get up can I hear the story behind each of these please yeah mine's not that good so oh, basically no. a few boys really wanted to name somebody life alert like the life alert commercials and so they asked me if there was ever a time that I fell and couldn't get up. And there was. It wasn't that good of a story. I just one time fell because my foot had, or my leg had um, fallen asleep. And I just, like, fell over and I couldn't get up for a second. Not a great story. So they were like, we're going to sell Life Alert. And so the whole, all the counselors were in. But for whatever reason, our camp director was like, no, I don't feel okay about that one. And so oh. he didn't let that one sell, but he let help by falling and I can't get up sell. <laughs> so I went by get up. But okay. we had horses at the camp that I was at. And so a lot of uh, people just thought I was like the equestrian girl. <laughs> I was like, I'll just let them think that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, a lot of people do have pre-recorded names. I know, it's yeah. the worst. Mine was Boy Meets World, and I literally just wait for a guy to tell a story about yeah. having a girl. I sold I sold somebody named Nyquil Zowski. 
like NyQuil, but Mike was out. Oh, so I that's sell that for like three years. <laughs> that's wait. good. And I waited for a health assistant whose favorite movie was Monsters Inc. You just couldn't. I actually didn't sell it. My friend Jimmy Sweeney did. Shout out Jimmy Sweeney. Good luck on the opening of the movie theater, my man. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, if you need a podcast to promote it, yeah, that's us. We need some money sponsorships. Give us yeah. the moolah, Jimmy. Okay, go ahead, Derek. So I was in theater arts. I was on stage. I was a blind man. Pretend to be a blind man on a blind date, and I ended up falling off stage doing like the opening, um, I think opening day. So that's to be or not to be Shakespeare. To be or not to be. That is a question. Mm-hmm. Is that that's Bill Sha- Cosby? <laughs> to be or not to be. That is the question. Okay, that's that's pretty. That was really white of you. But um. What? Well, I am white. Okay. Well, yeah, and pretty white at that one. Oh, oh. I feel pretty. Okay, go ahead. And then um, I went to Bible college and Jesus delight. So to be or not to be, Jesus delight. To see or not to see. It's kind of annoying when you have really good stories and you feel like the names just don't meet the expectation that you had. You know, because I was like, man, I have good stories. Yeah, I I remember tons of embarrassing things. I danced. I remember that. I hated every moment of that. Mm, And somebody named me something real wild at the beginning. I refuse to say it. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, a cool thing about the Buchanans is that they came with a plethora of podcast ideas uh, for that, us. Uh, okay, it was smorgasbord. Derek just asked me, what are some things we can ask you? And I ran off the first 13 things I thought Can of. Can so I just tell you some of these? Because they're hilarious. Some of them are normal, and then some of them are weird, and I kind of want to ask about the weird ones. So we Talk have uh, we have dating and marriage, which we've already covered, right? Check. And then number two, growing up in a small town versus a big city. Number three, board games. Kind of broad, but I like it. Number four, <laughs> hospitality. Just in general? Yeah, I think just in general. Just uh, hospitality in general? Yeah. Number, I think Lightning's pretty good at that. I, I can see you being good at that. Number five. Yeah, sorry, Dave. It's not, I'm not sensing court. it, man. What our family's built on. <laughs> Okay, number five, road trips. Number six, personal hygiene. Number seven, Georgia football. Boom. No dogs, baby. Jake Fromm, the future. Number eight, fantasy fiction. Number nine, cookie memoirs. I don't even know what that means. No one did until Lainey started reading them a month ago. Six months wow, ago. Wow, I can't wait to hear about this. Number ten, the whole 30. That's a diet, too. Like my Mediterranean diet. Uh, we're going to skip number 11 because it's funny. So number 12 is tiny houses. Number 13, dog names. And the last one is how much cheese is too much cheese? Mm. Great ever, topics, guys. That is we the ever-present question of we my life. We strongly on that topic. Wow. Really? Okay. About oh, the yeah. cheese. Can we, should we start there? <laughs> <laughs> cheese me up. Okay, let's Ew. do it. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, Derek. <laughs> okay, so you said you disagree strongly on the idea of how much cheese is too much cheese. Okay, give me your arguments. I can only take a little bit of cheese at a time. Cheese is a very overwhelming flavor. Lots of people like it, mainly because it's just salt. And then it's like old milk, or what is it? Salt and dairy. Cheese? Let's, let's salt be honest. Dairy. It's some dairy. Laney there are really no carbs in cheese. Ooh. Okay. Hey. I am on the no carb diet. Talk about diet. how you eat popcorn. Ooh. The way I grew up eating popcorn, my mom would pop some popcorn, put Uh in a bowl, get a slice of American cheese, one for each of us, drape it on the sides of the bowl. Like a like a weird like a weird. And then I would just break off a little piece of cheese and eat it with pieces of popcorn. So I'm not gonna I'm not I I'm gonna have a problem with that. Yeah, but have you you. ever heard of that before? Yeah, I I have not heard of it. It's not like it's not. 
It's not normal. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things that aren't normal that I'm fine with. So I thank you. That's fine with me. Yeah, I think I could live off of cheese oh. and popcorn. And I think you would perish miserably if it was cheese and popcorn. I do. So right now I'm really into goat cheese. Oh yeah. And Ooh. a lot of times I will choose oh. my meal if I'm ordering a restaurant based on if there's mm. goat cheese on it. Nice. Whether I get it's that. a burger. What or did you have for dinner tonight? For example? I had pizza that had goat cheese on it. Wow. And I don't even really eat pizza a whole lot. Mm. But I had goat cheese. You know, Will Washington was on the show the last episode, and he is the exact opposite of you. He hates. He hates. No, he really can't do cheese. Did you guys he hates talk all, about cheese on the last episode? We did. Quite we a bit. He, he hates particularly Parmesan. Really? Yeah. Parmesan is one of the few cheeses I can do in large quantities. Why is that? That's interesting. I don't know. Maybe because it's on pasta, and I love pasta. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Usually it's on pasta, and I always love pasta. Okay. Shouts out to all the cows out there. Cat, why don't you like cheese? I do like cheese. But I'm lactose intolerant. Now it's not even that fun to say because. But that does hurt. It, like I, I feel like that's like. Yeah, it's like you love it. I love it, but it's something I can't have. Does lactose intolerant mean you have the potty? Yeah, pretty well, much. Well, we all have your, the potty, Derek. You get real. <laughs> potty you, I mean, nobody wants to be around you after you eat a lot of cheese if you're like. Because cheese coming up. I'm gonna say that. Oh, for real? Because it's. Yeah, people like, want to be around. It you. affects. Yeah, it affects your community more than it affects you. It I, really I, does. That's true. You're fine. The rest <laughs> of the people. Fine. I can deal with the pain. <laughs> but the pain of losing my friends, I cannot deal with. Is it like pregnancy? Um, I'm gonna say no. In I've never way. been pregnant, but I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna go ahead and say yeah. <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> I'm, I'm the pain. The pain. The pain. Okay. <laughs> you said the pain three times in a row. So I think we should play a little game where you just pick a number and I'll tell you which topic that is based on the list that they came up with, that and we'll talk about it. Solid game. I okay, like it. Okay, so we have already done how much cheese is too much cheese, which is number 11. So you have 1 through 13. Somebody give me a number. We're going to start with Lainey. Do you want to see him? Five. No, we can't see him. Oh, okay, so number five is road trips. Oh, road trips. Oh, solid. Um, can I, can I um, start this off? Yes, And all can. the fellas out here who are single or no. maybe in the beginning stage of dating, I just want to show them. I want you to hear this story about road trips that my man Davis did that uh, was macadocious. Um, that was what? Macadocious. That's good. No, don't encourage him. That's bad. Don't say Trademark that. Trademark Derek Hawkins, what 2018. Well, it's like macadocious, the city, but it's Mac in front of it. Like, like Mac, 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 on him. Like, like Mac, Mac Daddy. Mac a girl. Can someone tell me what that actually means? Anytime we've talked, then. Oh, Cupid! Shout out to Cupid! Okay, she still like she doesn't she doesn't know what it means. It means like hitting on, flirting with, etc. Yes, Macadoge, the game one on one right here. This is something where even I, when he told me about this, was like, my boy. So Davis, can you tell them? About what am I what I'm talking about? Yes, right now. Yes, it starts as all great date ideas do with an email. Who got an email <laughs> from a website telling me there was it was half off, actually twenty five dollars for a two person folding chair. So like basically two folding chairs mashed together with no armrests in between. Like a little so couch. Folding chair. Like a little couch. And we I was recruiting it in North Louisiana for Pineco, getting some new counselor. They came back and I had said, Lane, do you want to go with me? to Athens, Georgia, because we play Alabama tomorrow. And this is when you're dating? This is when we were dating. We okay, were dating like, for like a month. Was it a month? No, like I two months. I think it was like, okay, yeah, maybe. It was October. Were it was in, pretty early in. You early were in on. Tyler? 
So she I was in Dallas. Dallas. I was driving to Tyler because we were planning on watching the game in Tyler with friends the next Saturday. So I said, hey, all my friends are going to be in Athens. What if we drove? I get back from Louisiana at 7 p.m. on Friday. We could leave. I could take a nap. We could leave around 10 p.m. on Friday and make it there by the afternoon game. And this conversation is happening Friday afternoon, like Ooh. five hours before this potential. So she says, overnight yeah. Overnight driving yeah. thing. Okay. She says, yeah, we leave at 10 p.m. We drive through the night to Athens, Georgia, and we don't even. I don't even Which think is 10 hours. Game. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's a long that's, drive. Yes. Yeah. We, I don't even have a ticket to the game. I just think it'd be fun to tailgate with my friends and then watch it. So. We drive, but I have secretly stowed away in the trunk of my 2006 CRV. Great vehicle. Miranda, Miranda. Miranda. Black. I have a 2006 CRV. No. <gasps> what color? Silver. Are y'all about to high five? Uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. So that was the weirdest you know high that? five I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> high five. That, was that was a CRV high five. Just weird and so, uncomfortable. We, <laughs> in the truck of my CRV, I've stashed away this two-person folding chair. So, to keep things interesting, to make sure that it's a fun road trip. And to keep trip, you awake, probably. And to keep me awake, because mm. we're driving through the night. Every time we cross the state line, I pull this double-seater folding chair out. First, he... Okay, so we're driving into Louisiana. Yes. And I don't know state. this is happening. And Davis just pulls off the side of the road. Again, mm-hmm. we've been dating for a month. Put the hazards on. He, so we're yeah, safe, it's, so we're driving, it's late at night. Yeah. He whips off the side of the road and says, get out of the car. <laughs> and so I'm like... In hindsight, maybe not the best. A little nervous. <laughs> yeah, Some like, weird delivery. Is this the part where you kill me? I don't know. <laughs> I can see it. So now a month into dating. So, so I put out the folding chair so that each one of us is in a different state across the state lines. Oh, that's cool. We get some of our first Hey, hold on, hold on. You got to say that again. Listen carefully, my mans out there in men's. And all the horrible dating that y'all have been doing, it can stop right now at this moment. Say well, it again. Here's what I'm trying to set up. I'm in Tyler, she's in Dallas, and so I'm trying to set up the idea that even if we're states away from each other, we're together. Wow. Wow. Dang. Shouts wow. out to the game. Because he's you, got it. How did you feel in that moment, Lainey? <laughs> Butterflies? Oh. I was really nervous. More like wow. pterodactyls. Like the first time he put his arm around Jurassic me, World, you know? Fallen Kingdom, coming this Thursday. Shout out, but sponsor. But it was really thoughtful and really sweet. That is very thoughtful. Yeah, super yeah. intentional. So with that, you like that. When he yes. is described and explained it, you're like, okay. Well, I've never described it. No, no, that's oh. the first time he said that. But it, was, it just was like a fun idea, I thought. Have you ever seen A Walk to Remember? It did remind me. Did it remind you of A Walk to Remember? I think yes. every middle school, you're going to be. Maybe elementary school girl who yes. did it for the first time had that's like that dream. moment where Landon was like, you're straddling two shits. States, you're in two places at once, yes. and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in love. Oh. Is that your, was that your moment where you knew you loved him? Oh, no. That happened at three months. This is one month. <gasps> oh, okay. I want to hear about that moment. Can, can I say something about Walter Miller real quick? My I, favorite. I knew I liked him more. Yeah. My favorite moment was when my man Landon, Landon right? When yeah. he told Mandy Moore, he said, promise me one thing. Promise me you won't. F- oh no, she's. Oh no, my no, fault, no, my no, fault. No, no. She said Mandy what Moore. The heck? You got that so wrong. My fault. Mandy Probably Moore. gonna edit this. Mandy one. Moore. Game one on one said, "Promise me one thing." He was like, "What? Oh, what?" <laughs> and she was like, "Promise me you won't fall in love with me." Ooh, you know what happened? Mm. My man fell in love. I've been using that line ever since. Matter of <laughs> fact, let me get my text on. <laughs> <laughs> with who? What you, what is it who, who else, John? Wow. <laughs> 
Well, that is a good road trip story. Anyway, we did it on every state line from yeah. to Georgia. Oh, and the way back, too. That's so cute. Yeah. Man, I that's love that. It's really fun. I like that yeah. story. That's one of my favorite dates. Good road trip. It was really kind of funny in the daytime when people could, like, see. Yeah. We were just when sitting in a chair. I love it. <laughs> or when the state line was, like, at a gas station. Yeah. So like, in a gas station parking lot in this chair. Yeah, or it was raining. <laughs> yeah. But it was really fun. That's awesome. John. It's your turn to pick a number. Okay, John, what do you got? Wait, so what's been guessed? Five. Um, five and eleven. Hit me up with uh, seven. Okay, seven is well, Georgia football. Yes, okay. let's Wait. go, baby. Okay, okay so Future we made John, it to the Natty this past oh. year, which is tight. We lost it, tw- what, was it 26-23 to Alabama. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> it was it was a close game. We took Alabama right down to the wire. Tua Tagovailoa, where did he come from? Who knew that Saban was going to put in an untested freshman quarterback? So why, man? couldn't plan for it, right? <laughs> so he comes in. We lose the game. Yes. Heartbreaker, yes. I think that Dom Sanders blew it for us. He blew his coverage. He lined up right. He was trying to pick off a play that happened earlier. He read it right. It was poor execution. But we've got – we're returning, I think, 18 starters from the 2017 team. That's big. So, it's going to be awesome. Jake Fromm is a year ahead. He's got sophomore stats. Hopefully, if we're looking at Stafford as you know the model for that, we have DeAndre Swift as running back. We got to pull up some some numbers, some production from Chubb and Michelle, who have both gone drafted. They're going to be great. I mean, they're going to do well in the league. I'm excited for them. But we're going to have to run the game up a little bit more in the running game because we don't have one guy that we're bringing in. But we got some freshman phenoms mm-hmm. that I'm excited about. We've got two of the top four running backs in the nation. James Cook, mm-hmm. uh, Dalvin Cook's little brother. He's going to be a stud. We got Zeus uh, coming in, so we're going to do we're going to do well. It's going to be fine. Our defense is going to be stellar. Our offensive line's been the best in a long time. So I'm very excited about the Georgia football team. They're uh, projected to win every one of their games. ESPN says. Do you play LSU? We do play LSU in Baton Rouge. It's going to be tough. But okay, where hey, where's LSU been the last? Uh, hey, bro. I'm although young. I will say, am I going to bash LSU when I can bash Tennessee? Because Tennessee, I saw a stat yesterday. They've lost every matchup, every most recent recent matchup with every other SEC team. So <laughs> the last game they played against every SEC team, they lost. Going back to 2011. <laughs> oh, that's that's pitiful. So it's pitiful. Anyway, we, I think I think we're going to play Get on the bandwagon. What's up? Do y'all play A&M? We, don't, we play them next season. Oh, they trash um, anyway. It'll be the first time since they come in the SEC that we play them. So, I'm excited about it. Am I a little bit nervous about Jake from having a sophomore slump? Absolutely. But am I curious to see if Justin Fields, I was with, his, with his dual threat nature, if he's gonna come in, he looked great in the spring game. His mechanics are awesome. He throws a beautiful football, but it, obviously he's untested. He doesn't have the game experience that from does. So, we'll see what happens. Um, September. I'm excited about Jay, uh, Justin Fields, right? Or Jason? Yeah, he's gonna. He, I think well, he's gonna be good. What it, whether or not he gets a ton of playing time, or if he comes in, he's gonna be a, a threat and an asset, and he's gonna be a great football player. Yeah, I think. I think. Uh, yeah. You know what's crazy is literally had the exact same thought. So really, I think <laughs> it's like he was reading my mind. It's crazy. <laughs> that is nuts, bro. Everything, even the ums and ahs, that was crazy. Okay, yeah, I think that covers it. No, Can I get a different number? talk that quickly. <laughs> okay, <laughs> your turn. My turn. I'm going to go. Wait. Wait, I'm looking at it. So is that my number? Cheating. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to go You picked Georgia football. I'm going to go with number nine. With the Have team. you ever watched a game of Georgia football? No. <laughs> Not once in my life. Okay. Okay. You will, you know, go ahead. You, will, your you will this time. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with number nine, which is Cooking Memoirs. Yeah, that's a great Tell one. Tell me about it, George is going 10 and 3, by the way. Go ahead, Lane. Who are going to lose? Okay. We'll, 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 we'll come back. So, Cooking we'll Memoirs. Back <laughs> the funny thing is, Davis made this 
whole list, so these are all kind of surprises for me. Ooh. <laughs> um, I just recently got into cooking memoirs. What does that mean? So, I have cooking, you... Cooking, by the way, not cookie. Cooking memoirs. Oh! I've been hearing it wrong. Literally, this whole, I thought it was cookie memoirs. Oh. I was very excited. <laughs> well, cookie, Sorry. I'm excited, too. <laughs> for cooking. Yeah, cooking memoirs are essentially novels. I guess they're, well, they're memoirs, but... They have just, like, funny stories about people's lives, and in the midst of the stories, if stories talk about food, they mm-hmm. add, like, a recipe at the end of the chapter. Wow. Is this, like, um, Bread, Bread and Wine? wine. Yes. yes. That's yes. the book that got me started on them, and I then I realized like it's, like, this whole genre, and there aren't very many good ones that I've been able to find, but okay. they're just, like, lighthearted. Yeah. I love food. I love cooking. I don't... I'm never on social media, but I could look at recipes on Pinterest all day long. Uh-huh. So... Yeah, I just like them. Okay, wow. can you give us a recommendation? Mm. What's the other good Home one that cooking. Shelby got you? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the lady who wrote it. It's like from the 80s, so it's Ooh, old school. Great decade. Julia Child? No. no okay, that's the only cooking. No, I want, I, yeah, I think I just bought that book. Rachel Roy? Um, no. <laughs> oh, what's the racist one? Uh, uh, Paula Dean. Yeah. Paula Dean. <laughs> Woo! She made some good chicken, though. Yeah, but then, yeah, she's butter well. Yeah. Um, but Whole Thirty turned me on to cooking and okay. into that. So, and I read Bread and Wine around the same time when mm. I was learning to cook Whole Thirty for us. So I did really enjoy that book. Mm-hmm. Wait, I have a question. Just this was just a kind of side comment you made earlier, but I was interested by it. You're not on social media much. Is that a conscious decision? Um, no. I well, yes and no. I guess. I'm pretty uncultured to begin with. Mm. I like couldn't tell you names of like um, actors and actresses or. Okay. And yeah. she's not kidding. Like she knows none. I don't. I don't or know. Or no, no musicians. Ask her who, who the artist was that that does Hey Jude the other day. She had no clue. Yeah. Oh. Like, so, to that degree. Me either. Yeah. Me either. And <laughs> I just don't like. I still have a five C iPhone. You know, I just yeah. don't really. Yeah, I don't. I tried to use Twitter in college when that was popular, and my friend hacked it, and then she studied abroad in Spain, and I never knew the password, and then, yeah, I don't have a lot of storage on my phone for apps, and... This is... This is, like, I literally love hearing this. Like, this sounds so refreshing. It's nice. Like, but it sounds like you maybe, like, it's not like you, like, left it for... You just never even got it. You didn't really, like, get it. Yeah, I used Facebook for a little bit. And I still look at Facebook sometimes to keep up with people. But Neither of us really do. For whatever reason, neither of us are social media. I, like, don't. I'm not on Snapchat. I'm not on Instagram. Nice. I've, I've posted once to Instagram. That's when we got engaged. <laughs> <Is it like laughs> that's the post, bro. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So, I just, like, there are other things I would rather do. Yeah. And I think I see the dangers of it, of getting sucked in and hooked by it. I think I think it has its, its place in culture. I think it's valuable in connecting with people and, like, it, it is a large medium if you want to get a message out, which is awesome, but I'm like, eh, there's just different ways I'd rather spend my time. And yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I love it. I tried to post on Instagram a few times, and I couldn't decide what to caption things, and mm-hmm. I never really got into hashtags or understood them, and so then I would just, like, never finish a post. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I love that. Davis, what's your number, bro? Oh, my number is not. Wait, we already did nine. Three. Okay, three is board game. Ooh. <laughs> did, I did not know that. That was crazy. <laughs> that was a guess. Davis is into board oh, games. It's my number one hobby. In every right really? Yes. Are we talking like Monopoly? No, yeah. no, oh. no. How do you have time <laughs> to know <laughs> with all that Georgia football? They got some weird um, stuff. Okay, so. Part of being a seven on the for those that don't know, 
the board game industry and hobby is kind of going through a renaissance, a little bit of an explosion right now. Ooh, I've heard. Um, it is like a multi-billion dollar industry right now. I think it's been helped greatly by Kickstarter. Um, it is much easier to like develop and produce and sell a board game. So when I say board game, I mean like cardboard and dice and cards and little plastic pieces. Yeah. There's a whole world of board games out there. I think a lot of people know Monopoly. I think mm -hmm. lots of people know Settlers of Catan. Yeah. If you like know games, you know Settlers. And that was sort of one of the games that brought board gaming. Like they call it hobby gaming. Like if it's your kind of your niche, it's something you enjoy, you're a hobbyist mm -hmm. board gamer. Catan really brought that into the front and center, which I respect it for, but there are so many more games out there than Settlers of Catan that give you the same sense of being able to either negotiate with people or connect with people. I think a lot of it, a lot of the kind of the modern board game renaissance was inspired by people in our generation or in our age who I think grew up either playing games or playing outside or even, even playing video games together in the same room and this recent shift toward video games being almost exclusively like online multiplayer. Mm -hmm. It's hard to find a video game you can play in the same room with somebody. So a lot of mainly guys, the board game industry is like a largely male audience. Um, guys that want to engage with their friends and do something together. I think there's a difference between men and women in that women connect and engage with each other face to face. Like Lainey was talking about earlier, she wants to talk with me when the day's over and I want to do something with her, guys usually need a third party. So we interact shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. So for a lot of guys, having something that we can do while we talk and hang out is helpful. And when that thing is also a task or something you can accomplish like a game or a competition, that's also really fun. That's why guys play sports together. But if you want something more chill, you can play a board game together. So mm -hmm. there's like this whole world. If you are at all interested in board games, go to, you're going to hate yourself for typing this into your web browser, but boardgamegeek.com. And it is this big website database. It's like the IMDB of board games. Ooh. And you can see articles. You can read reviews and ratings. It's got like a scale out of 10 for these board games. And it is, it's awesome. I've been so, totally sucked in. I've spent way too much money on board yeah, games. Yeah, how many board years. games do you think we have in our tiny, tiny home? We have about 65 board games. Wow. Holy cow. Um, and that is like the bare, I know I, I have seen users on Board Game Geek with 500, 700, 1500 board games. Mm. And, and that's scratching the surface of. There are about between four and 600 board games that are released every year. Wow. So I think it's this. Anyway, I'm a big fan of it. I think more people should get into it because it is a, a cool way to engage with people that's not through a screen or over the internet, but it's face to face, but still competition and fun and engaging. So, so what's your favorite one? Ooh, uh, my favorite one, the one I've played the most right now is, it's a game called Scythe, like a, like a farmer's scythe, yeah, like a sickle, and it's a game that, so the way I've described it to people is, if you know Settlers of Catan, it's similar in that you have these hexes, these six-sided spaces that you can control, and they produce resources for you, kind of like Catan does when you get brick or ore or things like that. So you control these resources, but you use those resources to build buildings or these little pieces that you can go out and fight other people sort of like risk. So if Catan met risk, but with no dice, there's very little luck in the game, so it's a little more strategic, that's kind of what Scythe ends up being. So, so if I played Settlers of Catan once in my life, yes. as I have, and I yes. got destroyed, yes. how quickly would I win Scythe? Maybe quicker than you win Catan, because <gasps> oh. like I said, it's not about luck, if you understand the mechanics of the game, if you understand what is required of you, 
you have a lot more control over the way the game goes than in Catan because Catan, you can make, be made or broken by the way the dice come up, right? If you roll your resources, you're gonna do well. If you don't, you're gonna do poorly. Scythe is way more dependent on you as a player, which I think is admirable in game design. Laney, before, oh, what's two of my favorite games? Risk, well not favorite game, one of my favorite games is Risk. The game I hate the most is Catan because of Forge. <laughs> That's hilarious. Me too. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a very Christian No, game. I, I don't like Settlers of Catan that much. Everyone just talks about it. Whenever I hear it's about to be played, I sort of mentally check yeah. out. May I just say that I played it one time in one, and I feel like I have nothing else to prove. I won wow. two in a Forge. I don't know. Were you there in Forge? I think I have the same Forge. I think Dexter played. It was it was a group of us that stayed at someone. I think Austin. Well, some, well can I say Austin <laughs> Farrell? Yeah. It was the Austin Farrell house we used we stayed over there and played like Contain, and they like ripped me to shreds. Uh, Lainey, were you a board game person before you married your husband? That <laughs> <laughs> uh, laugh was telling. That yeah. says something. No, I never in my life have ever thought I would really like to play a game <laughs> um, of any kind, of any kind. <laughs> except for basketball. Yeah, you don't I play played, no games. I played sports, but no. So Davis has slowly. Um, baptized me into. <laughs> wow, that's a good word for it. I mean, truly, I have been point. immersed in yeah. board gaming. So he is really kind to find these videos on YouTube that explain how to play games because they're really complicated before he like buys them and before they get to our house. So when mm -hmm. I sit down to play it, I'm not overwhelmed by all of the pieces and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then for our anniversary, he bought me three girl games for my collection. Really what are these? To start my like, collection. Are we talking like Pretty, pretty Princess? Or? <gasps> kind of. Polly okay. Pocket? I have um, Barbie? The Little Flower Shop. Uh -huh. I have, that sounds very girly. Um, Herbaceous, which is like all about herbs. Wow. And... Sunset over water. Yeah, which is like So painting. feminine. These yeah. sound so sexist. Oh yeah. my gosh. So, about painting sunsets. Yeah. Oh. So I've, I've learned. And the more... I think I don't... I still don't love board games, but I I know how much he loves them, and I know that when I sit down and play a board game with him, it means the world to him, especially yeah. if I initiate that. That's good. So, pro tip for marriage, and it gets way easier. Now I like actually enjoy them. So you're you're dying to self love it every time you play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, Our live podcast will be us playing board games with Davis. Okay. Be Can fun. I ask? Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? I just wrapped up a campaign in April. <laughs> At yeah. our house every Monday night. Wait, when you say campaign, what oh, the heck God. does that mean? Oh. Okay, even I enjoy this now. This is, it's hard to condense Dungeons & Dragons into a small setting. But you play a series of games. So you get together and play for two or three or four hours sometimes. <laughs> and every time you get together and play, there's one person who consistently is inventing or reading from a book of a story mm -hmm. that you as a group of people are going through. And as this group of people, each of you has created a character to play. And so mm -hmm. you might be this. So if you, you know Lord of the Rings? You familiar? Oh. <laughs> even, even vaguely? Yeah. Great. I think we know okay. it pretty well, right, so guys? So you, you might be playing as an elf who shoots a bow and arrow, sort of uh. like Legolas, right? And so you play that character. So you go through an adventure, different stories, you go and find new towns or creatures to fight, you fight them, but the game is a lot about what you can create and think up in your mind and your imagination. However, whenever you want to do anything in the game, if you want to climb up a cliff, or if you want to 
shoot an arrow at somebody, or if you want to convince somebody that you're not there to fight them or whatever, you roll dice. Typically a 20-sided dice. 20-sided? 20-sided dice. 20-sided cat. There are dice out there like that, cat. Lots of different kinds of dice. <laughs> so the person oh. who is running the game, who's come up with this story, or is, who is guiding master. this group of people through the story, they're called the dungeon master. <laughs> of course they are. Of course they are. And so they have this idea in their head of, okay, if this is a pretty small cliff, it's not going to be that hard for them to climb, so they need to roll their dice, and if they get anything higher than, like, 10, they'll do it. They'll accomplish that thing. So you roll the dice... You, I get a 12, great, I can climb that cliffside. But if I want to convince the town mayor that I am, you know, the the legislature that's come to change what the curfew of the town is, he might say, that's going to be a, like a 17. you got to roll really high to be able to do that because that's a mm-hmm. difficult thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's lots of different things that kind of play into that that you can add or subtract from the dice roll based on what kind of character you're playing. But so you, every time you get together, you play through the story. And so you might adventure to different places and meet different people. And usually it ends up with you fighting some big bad guy or going and slaying the dragon or whatever. So I think there's a good chance that Cat Williamson playing Dungeons & Dragons could be one of the funniest things <laughs> be okay. ever you seen. You guys said that about Fortnite, and then I played it, and I got... Third. third place, guys. Hey, this, nice. For everyone out there, she did get third place. Her very <laughs> second time playing Fortnite, technically. <laughs> technically. Yeah. And but I will stand by it. It was hilarious. It was, hilarious. It was a hilarious you ride. Didn't know how to move at all. <laughs> she got to but third I still place. Beat a lot of people. So that's kind of all I've got. Yeah. I will say say this about Dungeons and Dragons. One, John, I think Davis would be happy about this. I. I'm a dungeon master for my oh boy. <laughs> Are you really? I literally did not know this. We've we've talked about playing before and we're just lurking for a dungeon master. Yeah. Derek, if it's you, let's let's go. Let's I'm do sorry, it. When our, our eighth grade guys, we did like we were doing like a quest thing, so we did like a whole story yeah. thing. We need a dungeon master. So I, I spent maybe six, seven hours on YouTube. The funny thing is I could see you being a dungeon master before I could see you playing regularly. Like oh yeah. Group. But I but you like the storytelling part of it. Yeah. But then, in the forest, John, there was this character named Sarok. He was a dwarf who... <laughs> dwarf? <laughs> what is it? Dwarf. Dwarf, like with a W? Well, he was a little person. They like a little person, right? No. All right, Sarok was a bloodthirsty machine who liked to kill things. No, what was his specific goal? He had a specific goal, and all he wanted to do was cut people's faces. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh wait, 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 wait. Sarok's whole life goal was to cut... And slice faces and <laughs> wow, yeah, literally that was just the goal. That wasn't like the means to an end. No, that no, was that it. Was like his whole goal was cut. Most of off. most of my roles was because I think in the, in our game the Dungeons Dragons, which is hilarious. I'm playing Dungeons Dragons, but the goal was for Davis to be like a what was it called? A, it's dip- like a diplomatic or something. You had to do something where if you did a warlock, your, I was basically your wrangler. Yeah, so he if he got something wrong, I'll just start destroying stuff. So he'll have the role to make sure I didn't do anything crazy. But uh, is it my turn for the next Derek, choose a number and send us out. Actually, why don't I just give you the last one so you can pick one you really want? How about that? Okay, so we have left on the list. Growing up in a small town versus a big city. Hospitality. (laughs) Personal hygiene. Derek don't know nothing about that. Fantasy (laughs) fiction. I was gonna say something real crazy. The whole thirty tiny houses and dog names. Wow. I got the glasses on. Sorry. Cat. Okay, this is what I'm. Derek just tried to assault me. Okay, go ahead. I believe that personal hygiene will be fast but quick. 
Fast but quick. <laughs> like the <laughs> real personal topic. hygiene is. <laughs> Wait, it'll be a, a good topic, but quick with uh, with them. I do know this about Davis that he might really want to talk about fantasy fiction. Yeah, but Lainey won't have much to say. Oh, so you have a lot to say I about like personal, personal hygiene? hygiene because it's something girls and guys can both well, then, how guys about can this? Talk about since, since that's the one you want, Catherine, <laughs> I think I would like to do number six. <laughs> Which is? Personal hygiene. <laughs> oh. Okay. What you know about that, Derek? Well, you know, I don't smell unless I sweat. But also, I think it's very important. And, no, I can't talk about that. But yes. Okay, I'll talk about it. I think personal hygiene is really important. In fact, how many times have you heard me come up to one of y'all and be like, you smell good? I think girls really care about that. This is my cocoa butter I'm using. I think it's deodorant. The deodorant is really the thing that gets me. If I smell a guy who smells fresh, it's like, okay, mm. we can be... Be what? Be what, Like Old Spice Timber, right? Be about each other? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you if said you be smell about a guy, and he said, so like last week after VBS, because we did vacation Bible school with a bunch of kiddos, the guys all played basketball afterwards, and I had to take two of the little middle school boys home because their mom is a friend of mine, and they all smelled mm. like animals. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Mm. When yeah. is the age, here's my question for you with personal hygiene, when is the age that personal hygiene becomes a thing for guys? When it should or when it, it when does? When it does. Uh, when it does? It should, when it I, mean, does. I'll t- I mean, I'll be honest. It's puberty because that's when your pit starts stinking. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. when you have to care about it. So I feel like those boys in middle and school don't quite care And or when you start growing facial hair. Yeah. Oh. That's and true. That, like that plays a factor. For me, it was when I was like, oh, shoot. There are girls out yeah, there. Yeah. And I was, I was like, I got to impress. I can't just be well, messing around no more. Man, I just say that I felt kind of bad because after that basketball game last week where I was taking the boys home, so you guys all were walking out and you smelled Terrible. Yep, definitely. And I said that, and a few of the little middle school boys looked like terrified and horrified that I said that. Mm. And I felt really bad because I didn't mean to like upset them, but I'm used to if y'all smell, it's like shame on you. You should know better. <laughs> yeah. But those little guys probably don't. That, they don't know. They don't know. They don't, they don't, if their yeah. mom hasn't told them yet, they have no idea. Yeah. That's where I was. Well, the thing is, they probably are like they're not used to it. They don't know that that's a thing. By the age we are, like Derek, me, and Will Washington, like. We get it. We're like, yeah, we, if we play sports, we're going to get sweaty and smelly. So, like, we just were used to it. But they're not. They're they're fragile. Kids. I remember the moment where my mom asked me if I was, like, putting soap underneath my armpits <laughs> whenever we, I showered. And I was like, no, what do you mean? And she's like, you know, you need, to, you need to do that part. And I was like, no, I just, like, sort of put it, I, like, sort of, like, touch it to my shoulders and stuff and then let the water wash it down me. She's like, no, no, no. You like to scrub. Like, you scrub. <laughs> Wait, what the I like remember that conversation. We don't. We don't know. We're not thinking about it. So yeah. unless somebody steps up, steps in, and says, "Hey, you need to do this thing specifically." It's, it's so like true. Well, I think that's true for even girls. Lainey, you can speak into this. But Ooh. like for me, my mom once came up to me. She's like, "You stink. You need to start wearing deodorant." And I was like, offended. Mm. Wow. Hardcore. How old were you? I was 17? probably twelve. Oh. <laughs> I was like, like a, <laughs> yeah. This was last year. Oh. No, I was probably like. Mid middle school, 12, 13. Okay. I don't remember a moment. I think I. Well, your mom and grandmother are also very, pretty, very, pretty clean. Yes. <laughs> I would feel totally comfortable like going to their house and eating a meal off of their floors. Really? Yeah, that's how, yes. So clean. So like, I don't ever remember a time like rubber like, gloves clean the kitchen every night. Deodorant. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, so you started young. Yes, I remember, I have memories of, like, going to Disney World or something like that and getting home so late and being so tired and carried upstairs and my mom, like, making me take a bath or a shower before I could go to sleep. Wow. That's interesting. Indoctrination. 
Yeah. Very much so. That is really interesting. Good. That's yeah. a good problem to have. I'm about yeah. it. Yeah. But now I'm like, should I always wash my hands? You know, like, don't I need to build up my immunity to germs? <gasps> you get sick a lot. You get sick way more than me, and I don't Which ever Which is wash so funny, and because I am far more <laughs> aware of personal hygiene, I think. Yeah, no, you are. But I think uh-huh. that it's, your immune system has suffered for it. Which is funny, because I'll get sick, and Davis is like, you really need to take care of yourself. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I wash my hands Go to the time. doctor. <laughs> okay, so when you got married... Was it weird having a boy around who has maybe different hygiene standards than you have? Good question. Yes. I think more like like cleanliness in general was different. Okay. Like keeping our house clean. We do that oh. differently. Well, things like when Lainey was in high school, she would get up for school and go take a shower. By the time she came back out, her mom had like made the bed for her already. Things like that where it was like... Oh, got it. Where it was like the house was always, it's and it clean. still is Everything always so clean and neat and put away and like pristine. And my mom, like my house is clean <laughs> and it is like hygienic, but it wasn't necessarily all tidy or put away. Or yeah. there would be like a blanket loose on the couch or things like that. Not not in a in like a sketchy way or like an uncomfortable way, but it was clean. like okay, just, just a like different. A, yeah, and yeah. so my standard for what is like clean or neat or tidy, if we don't you know, vacuum the carpet for a little while, I, it's not going to bother me or I'm not going to notice it. Whereas for her, it like, it it's the, in the back of her mind is sort of this timer of like, when do we need to vacuum or when do we need to sweep yeah. or when do we need to clean yeah. the bathroom counters or, which I don't necessarily have that built in that same timer. Mm. Yeah. But as far as like personal hygiene, I think Davis is pretty clean. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm clean. Yeah. I wash my hair. I brush my teeth. <gasps> twice a day. He, he probably likes to shower more than I do. Yeah. Mm. Do you shower twice a day? No. no, no, no. Oh, just brush Actually, your teeth. Brush yes, you do. One time I heard someone oh, say you that if you shower too sweat. often, you're likely to get lice. Just as much what? as... What? Really? Well, I heard, I heard that from the cartoon on Nickelodeon called As Told by Ginger. And I remember that. You remember that show? Okay, yeah. literally had an episode about lice. Not really they were trying to educate me. And they said some people who never shower get lice. And if, yeah, oh, Zoe 101, but and as told by Ginger, they said, if you shower never, you're going to get lice. But if you shower twice a day or something like crazy, once even once a day, you're also liable to get lice. I'm shower once a day forever and only have lice. So. Was Ginger a redhead? She was. And it was a weird show. I cannot recommend that show. The only place I go to get away from her. Okay, so question for Lainey. Yes. Do you use dry shampoo? Yes. Catcher does. She I am obsessed. I use it every day, even if my hair is clean, to keep it from being really? oily eventually. Lainey, what kind of shampoo do you use? I'm all into Monate. Are you? Okay, so my no roommate used to be super into okay, it, and then she I'm gave up. I'm into it. I love it. Really? I, is yeah. it, how does it like work? It. My hair is okay. definitely better for What is this stuff? There's, it's all natural, so there's no, like, chemicals or anything like that in it. And so a lot of times when we're cleaning our hair with something that's not, like, all natural, you get chemical buildup, uh-huh. which is why it like takes such high heat to style it and stuff like that because it's like coated on your hair. Your hair looks 100%. great. It Thank does you. look great, and I really like it a whole lot. Every time I wash it, it would still be greasy, mm-hmm. like that same day. Just one grease spot. Right yeah, there. just like greasy, but it was clean. Mm-hmm. So, and then I learned it was just because of all the buildup, and so. Yeah. That is really interesting. So Monet, was that Monet? Mm -hmm. It helps with that, right? Yeah. 
Hey, helped your hair grow. hey, all the ladies and gents that have hair like that, if you are wanting to uh, help your hair um, problems, which could be greasiness, could be um, strands that need to be pulled out, or just um, have a healthy batch of hair, and you want that product, that product that um, Lainey just said, you can hit Lainey up because she is... Selling some Monet for you people. Shouts out money. Shouts out to our first sponsor. Monet by Laney. So if you if you're looking for that, hit us up. We'll give you some. We'll, we we actually have a discount. Listen, ten percent no off. Not, no you put you put pot. You put kitty no kitty and cup. Nope. This is not, not a promotional deal. No, nope. I was just talking dirt. about the shampoo. I like. Lainey, I have a question. Does it even work on men's long, beautiful hair? Yes. Excellent. I use it every it day. Sure does. John does have long and my hair. Looks and there's stuff for, for your beard too. Oh, you definitely need that. Shut it. Okay. Man, Lady, that sounds great, but we gotta we gotta go. <laughs> the abrupt stops continue podcast. Um, guys, Buchanan's, it has been such a pleasure. It has been a joy. Thank you. We Honor. loved it. Wow. Man, this you. is great. I'm, I, I picked a lot of good people. I wish some other co-workers or co-podcatties would do the same. Wow. This you know what? Well, let's just go ahead and wrap it up, guys. Passive Thanks for aggressive. coming. And meow, meow. Okay, y'all have a good week. Yeah.